is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. This is the Better Life, Better Work show. I'm your host, Allison Crow, and this is episode number 72, the year I was born. You can do some math. What year were you born? 65. 67. All right. So here's what we're doing. This is a little bit of behind the scenes of an everyday fab entrepreneur having happy hour with her girlfriends instead of being productive. (laughs) So here's the back end scoop. It's productive. It is productive. Okay. Here's the back end scoop. Um, the back end scoop is that I normally record the podcast on Wednesday, Thursday, and at last case Friday morning. But this Friday morning, I woke up feeling tired, feeling sad, and feeling disappointment. And spirit said, feel sad and disappointment. Like, don't push it out. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll do the podcast. I already had an idea for it. Yes, I actually have it written out on my phone. And I kept avoiding telling my team that I just wasn't into it. And then they sent me a text. It's a Friday afternoon. And I have been here recovering mm-hmm. with planned out girlfriend time. So this wasn't spontaneous. This has been on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And so I just, A, asked my girlfriends for help. And then B, I was like, what can we talk about? I think it was Tracy Lee. Mm -hmm. So I'm with Tracy Lee Wallace and Tiffany Scott. Tracy Lee Wallace of self-love. Master coach. Master coach. I was going to say mastery. And then Tiffany runs Sister Suppers. And um, Tracy Lee and all her freaking brilliance was like, "Uh, hello, the importance of girlfriend time. Yeah. (laughs) And so I love that in the middle of all this. Um, especially even the business and life stuff. And we were just laughing because we were looking at a puppy with a tail tail on his head. A puppy with a tail on his head. And we were looking at whales sneaking up on surfers. (laughs) And drinking champagne. And drinking champagne and red wine. And the last time we got together was how how long ago? Maybe a month ago month ago and we all sat here on Tracy Lee's couch and at one point all three of us were looking <laughs> yes. at animal videos like hopping goats on one phone though like we weren't independently on phones we were all cuddled around huddled around one phone so I'm the jumping like, goats the jumping oh, goats yes. um, no buttermilk 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 the jumping goat and To the outside world, this may seem useless, Mm. but what is the impact? I'm going to ask both of you, but what's the impact of you of carving out and put, like, you send calendar invites for this shit. I do. Cracks me up. It's true. Like, it's not negotiable in our schedules. Right. Yes. So we'll start with... I just drove an out again here. (laughs) (laughs) From Halobos. Oh, wait, we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but it is what we talk about. But it yeah. is what. So Tracy Lee, you start. Tell us some of the impact of having this girlfriend time 
we're not even being business owners in here, except for I'm making y'all. Well, we do talk time. about business, but times. not. It's like five percent of what we talk about. Right. That is not Tracy Lee's voice. That is Tiffany Scott's Australian voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say there's no way to separate um, who we are as individuals from who we are as business people. That they are one and the same. And for me, this time is incredibly sacred. It's nurturing. It's medicine for me. It's a time to, it's a reprieve and a communion and, um, an opportunity to just be, whether it's, we're talking about our relationships, whether we're talking about our labia, whether we're talking (laughs) about, um, business, we cover the gambit of topics really and truly. And it's, it's so unscripted, un, unedited, unfiltered. There's no agenda other than the being together and just whatever organically shows up that it just feels like full flow in a way that nourishes and nurtures me like pretty much very few other things do in a really potent way. There you go. I know this is hard to speculate. And then I'm coming to you, Tiff. What if we weren't doing this on a regular basis? Like, we're not so scripted that we're like, every third Friday at three o'clock, we do this. No, but I like that. (laughs) (laughs) But we do, we do really like, we're very good on Marco Polo about like, when are we getting together? I know it's just imagination and conjecture, but what do you conjecture would be like if we just all got busy with our businesses and our relationships Mm -hmm. and our lives and stuff? Um, It would be lonely. Yeah. I feel isolated and disconnected in a way that um, I'm anti. Like our society has created such independence. And I really think, I really believe mm-hmm. and know in my knowing place that that independence and that living apart in apartments from one another mm-hmm. has created a lot of the depression and anxiety that people feel. So, without the connection time and the actual physical connection time, because I'm connected as we all are to a lot of people um, via social media in a really sincere, connected, intimate way that I value tremendously. And to all three be sitting on the couch together. Like I, I know y'all are listening. I wish you could see us. Like we look like we planned it. Like Allison and Tiffany have on the same color shirt. And I just put on my favorite sweatshirt that Allison gave me for my birthday last year that says loved on it in that color. Like we, there is something about it that's harmonious, that matches, that feels like the starlings flying together. Just feels like, yes. United. Mm-hmm. Apartment. I've never even thought of that. Yeah, right. Apart. That's a Louise thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I noticed too. So I got. I went to my journal today, and I literally wrote out the word sadness because I was. I'm. You know, like to feel my feelings. This mm-hmm. is a little challenge for me. I'm much better than I used to be two years ago, and so I just wrote down a list of things that I was melancholy about, and then I mentioned to you, to you in the car when we went to the grocery store for like. Two minutes. Yeah. No, no long drawn out, no. just a quick little exchange. And you always say, Tracy Lee, better out than in. Yeah. Number one pearl in my toolbox, better out than in. And what's funny is um, I normally don't drink wine when I'm sad, not by any rule, but I just don't ever crave wine when mm-hmm. I feel sad. And this morning 
on the way here, I was like, I'm sad. I just want to be with my girlfriend. I'm not going to bring any wine. And then all of a sudden I was like, I want my wine. <laughs> I was like, hey, just being with my girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't push it down, but it begins to, it's not even dissolved. It's that thing about if there's a violin on one side of the room and a cello on the other side of the room and you pluck the string of yeah. one and the other one vibrates, it's that sort of thing. Right. It's connection. Mm-hmm. So point number one, call a girlfriend mm-hmm. or a guy friend or just call a friend. Maybe just call your mom or your dad or a brother or sister. Call somebody you love and care about and haven't talked to in a while. Set some time with them. There's something about besties though. I. It's different. There's something about girlfriend time. There's something about sisterhood. So that's what I want you to speak to, too. Um, Because you have not only... You've taught me a lot. Like, when I first met you and you used the word sisterhood, I was like, oh, she's Australian. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that is. It's an Australian thing. And then I catch myself using the word sisters in, like, a leadership group. And I'm all... All of a sudden, I get secure and I'm like... Yeah, y'all are my sisters. What else am I going to call you? My team? You're like, it just feels so masculine. And um, so, two of the big takeaways I've gotten from you, Tiff, and then uh, outside of being a friend, but like not gossiping, women not gossiping and bad mouthing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you are such a stand for that. Like, when I first started hanging out with you, and I'm not bad about that, but let's say I had seven to 10% in me. If it started to come out, like your vibration, not judgment, but your vibration just stopped it. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I'm really conscious of that. So I love that. And then too, you talk about sisterhood. And at first I thought that I just made up some silly story because of my own old wounds. And Mm. yet now um, sisterhood, not only with my sister who happens to be one of my besties, but with you guys is so precious to me. So um, you tell me what is our sister time do for you? I know you have sisters all over the world, but we get to be your Austin besties. So what does Austin bestie sister time do for you? It's rejuvenating. It's healing. It's, um, it's a mandatory for me. It's an absolute mandatory. Um, I think there's something really sacred and special around sister time. And yes, I do have different sister circles all across the world, but each individual circle, a woman brings her own, essence, her own rejuvenation, her own healing. And I think we're often put, we're often told or um, uh, that there's there's a certain way that we should be in friendship, right? And that I grew up being told that you can only count your friends on one hand. And I actually have a handful uh, an overflowing handful of women and sisterhood in my life. And so I've had to re, um, recreate, re-understand what that means because I, I'm now living in, in the, in the um, normality for me is that you can't have enough sisterhood. Like the more you have, the better. It's, it's not about scarcity or, um, um, exclusivity even. It's about abundance and overflow. No such thing as too much. Yeah. No such thing as too much. Absolutely. And so the more that women particularly can live in that overflow, the more that there's more healing that takes place. There's more that more, um, you were saying about, um, um, just wounds before. And I think sister wounds are the, the, um, Mm -hmm. 
the deepest wounds that you can have. Yep, there's heartbreak with partners and things like that, but sister wounds run the deepest because it's so not who we are as women. And so if you can spend like, you know, dedicated, deliberate, intentional time with women in your life, um, you know, I'm organizing a get together with two of my friends in the Bay Area right now because I miss them dearly. We, we meet on Zoom every month. We have for the last two years. Um, I'm like, I need to be in your physical presence mm-hmm. and energy. So right. we're organizing that right now. I'm luckily here that I have you two literally not that long after I moved here that we get to do this consistently. Mm-hmm. We have daily check-ins. Yeah. Like, who oh, yeah. Who does that? That's amazing. Yeah. We have daily check-ins and then we do this, this physical energy. And so I think the more deliberate we can be around sister time and girlfriend time, the more we can rapidly grow and heal Mm -hmm. and evolve and connect and reconnect and um, share and not be alone and remember how wise we are and remember that um, we don't have to do this on our own. So I think there's one thing to, I think a lot of women are like, well, I've got my best friends or I've got my circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how deliberate are you really mm-hmm. with that circle of friends and how deliberate are you in cultivating even more sisterhood in your life? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a paradigm that's so old, but so new to mm-hmm. women that are living in this day and age right now mm-hmm. that it's, fucking imperative Mm -hmm. to the way that we're heading and healing the world. Mm -hmm. Totally. Amen. Like it's, there's a, like a reawakening of that red tent that come together. I know red tent was all about, you know, women in their cycle being separated, but from that place, your house is the red tent. Your house house is is the red tent. tent. Yeah. That it became this, you know, this, this beautiful gift, this time to set, yourself apart. And one of the things that I love to teach is how can we, how can we stop judging and criticizing ourselves? And I think one of the ways that I get to do that more and more is because we're so open with each other. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything that we don't talk about, won't talk about. There's really? no, no shame, uh-uh. no guilt, no, I'm taking up too much time. There's none of that shit. And we There's can- no expectation how to be. Like I knew that if I showed up sad and didn't come out of my sadness, right. that y'all wouldn't try to fix me. Yeah. And if one of yeah. you were like super happy about like- Well, and I am. I'm have, yeah. I have a huge celebration today and I mm-hmm. didn't- squash that because Allison is sad you know it's just there is there is just I am what I am I be what I be you are what you are we don't need to change who we are what we feel what we think what we're experiencing to make the other one feel better or not something or there's just none of that it's just such purity that that helps me not judge or criticize myself um, this has nothing to do, well, it has everything to do with sisterhood, but I had an idea when you all buy the house and yes. live together, we need to actually keep this house <laughs> Okay, yeah. go in together okay. and lease it and call it the red tent and make it oh my God. an office. We can office that. Well, an maybe. office, an event That's space, amazing. a gathering space. Wow. You could charge people to meet here and stuff, but like, or maybe your son could keep living downstairs and we just get to do girly stuff in oh, here. But like, I don't know, maybe amazing. there's something there because the location is so central. That's the answer prayer too, by the way. Right. Because my lease is not up until whatever, August. And Miles and I are like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, something will come up. There you go. Thanks, Al. It's the red tent. Because this house, y'all, I wish you could see her house. <laughs> and maybe you can send me some pictures. But 
uh, Tracy Lee is all about self-love. And so I, I laughed today, actually, on the way here. I got out of my car and I was like, Tracy Lee sees hearts everywhere. everywhere. So there's hearts all over this house. Like people give them to her. She sees them. Mm-hmm. She goes out. Nature shows her hearts. I get out of my truck down the road. The parking is kind of lame here. But I get out of my truck. <laughs> I get out of my truck down the road and I see penises everywhere. What? Really? I see penises everywhere. I didn't really? Know that. There's and I saw like two penis divots in the concrete on the way down. I did not know that either. Well, I'm going to we'll talk about that later. I'm going <laughs> to have to start seeing. But um, yeah, so this when you walk in, actually, I remember when you were dating um, before you met Miles, who you've been with for over a year now. But I remember there were certain men that would walk into the door of this house. <laughs> And it doesn't, like, you don't walk in and think, oh, it looks, it's a home. It's, it, and it, it feels very loving. It, but the so energy cool. in here, you cannot be an asshole in this house. It's not possible. No, there's the one guy that came in and he sat here for 20 minutes. Then he went in the bathroom and threw up and left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it is, but I got to go. <laughs> no, I, I love that y'all are a stand for this. I, I'm. I have a very special appreciation in my life for my sisters and my girlfriends who don't obligate me. So Malia and Maggie are two of my longstanding mm-hmm. friends that have been in all my weddings. Mm-hmm. All my weddings. All my weddings. <laughs> I too. <laughs> I know, but I like to say that. Um, actually, Malia wasn't even in the first. Was Malia in the first? She one? was there in spirit, I'm sure. I'm sure. She might have gone. On, I can't. Keep, I can't keep it all straight. Sorry. She went on my honeymoon with to Bill with me. Yeah, for sure. But she wasn't in my uh, first I, wedding. I really love y'all, but I don't want y'all on a honeymoon. With oh, I love taking friends on honeymoons. Okay. I highly recommend it, Tiff. Mm. We'd like to go on your honeymoon. All right. It's I'm true. not getting married again. Me either. <laughs> um, Never. But what no. I love it's is true. like Malia is doing her life and dealing with ailing parents for the last mm-hmm. five years and dying family members, and she's not online, so oh. she's not checking that stuff on a regular basis. Like tonight, my husband is going to a concert with Malia because they both like to go, oh, and Jack and I go. Really? I know. I know and so but what I love is like we have this friendship that we can um send each other a text we call each other coochie snorcher and then but I know that's from one of our first dates we went to go see vagina monologues and um that was 20 something years oh y'all are so cute (laughs) that was 20 something years ago but what I love so Malia and I used to be each other's daily lives because her you know, I saw her at school. I taught her kids school. Mm-hmm. And then now we live an hour and a half apart. Her I life, her, her world. I know. She's so but what, one of the things that's beautiful, and I think y'all would, I, I bet this is the way you are, especially with your long distance friends. Well, and I have my and Houston, you have your Houston friends mm-hmm. where if you don't hear from for a week or even a month, you're not oh. like, did you die? What's wrong with you? Right. You just know, you trust the relationship that the threads pull back together right when they're meant to. And you still make intention time to be together. I will say I'm a little Jewish mommy about it. And so if you're MIA for too long, I'm going to go fish you you out a little bit. I do that with, um, so like Malia and I connect energetically. Like that, that kind of vibe. But what I love, and sometimes I don't, not roll my eyes is not the right word. It just, it's, it has nothing to do with y'all. But when I get on Marco Polo and everybody's like, when are we going to meet? Y'all, I hear it like that, but it's not like that. that break, but that's my old shit. Like somebody's demanding of my time. I don't uh, ever genuinely feel that, but I notice my outer crunchy layer. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, 
no, this is really good that you have somebody in your life because I'm a spontaneous introvert, not a planned extrovert. And you're a planned introvert. Mm -hmm. I'm just an extrovert extrovert. (laughs) That sends the calendar reminder. I'm so thankful for it though. (laughs) You can Jewish mommy my ass all fucking day long. Yeah. It's good. good. Okay. So all this to say, number one, when you think you have to follow the rules of what's in your schedule, don't be afraid to uh, go rogue and do what works for you. So tonight doing girlfriend happy hour and getting help from my girlies to do this podcast only a little bit late instead of completely late for my amazing It's perfectly on time. Perfect. And, um, then just to remember, I love that because so better life, better work. In better life and better work, trust me, spending girlfriend time that is playful and fun and not necessarily, it's carved out, but it's not planned. It's, right. Mm. It's just yeah. being together with no agenda other than just being together is absolutely profitable mm-hmm. to your business. Absolutely. Profitable oh, yeah. to your relationships. Yeah profitable to your energy stores, profitable to your body, mm-hmm. profitable to all the things that matter. And yeah, the old paradigms are just not the way to go anymore. It's just not. I mean, for me, success, real success, soulful success mm-hmm. is well-rounded and balanced. And it includes all the things, which for me, bestie time and girlfriend time and champagne in the middle of the afternoon and all that stuff. Like, that that's indicative of me having a successful life. Mm-hmm. It's not about how packed is my calendar with client, client, client. That mm-hmm. that wouldn't feel successful. I would feel out of balance. Yeah. yeah. I'm grateful to have y'all in Austin. Yeah. So Tracy Lee lives middle. I live northwest of Austin and Tiff lives east, east of Austin. And so it's not like we're down the street from each other, but we figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. These guys come out to my house. Y'all know that's not like, just because you let me take a bath in your big bath. No, I know. But do y'all know that's one of my secret tests. That's oh. terrible. But I had to do that because Malia would never say, oh, it's too far. And I have had people where I was like, oh, I'll meet you halfway at XYZ. And I never hear from them again, because if I didn't come into town, that didn't work for them. It and helps s- that one of your besties sitting here was from LA and the other one was from Houston and where you live really ain't that far. Well, I just like when I was 20, I started great pool. <laughs> that too, right? When I was 28, I bought a house out in the country and I just made a promise to myself that I would never use how far away I lived as an excuse to not do anything. And um, yeah, it was a drive, but nobody ever came to my house. But they were like, you live too far. And I was like, well, I live exactly as far from you as you do from me. They're taking pictures of cute dogs and in winter oh. sweaters. It's all perfect. Well, she got um, oh. Okay, let's wrap this up. Okay. So, uh, Tiffany, where can we find out about you and Sister Suppers and get more sisterhood? You can go to www.sistersuppers.com. You missed a W. There's three W's. Oh, do it again. <laughs> Take two. It's, it's the... Sparkling rose. www.sister in my American accent, sistersuppers.com or Instagram or Facebook at Sister Supper Club. 
Yeah, definitely get into the Sister Shepherds group too. You do a lot of fun community yeah, stuff. Yeah, do a lot of great stuff. You're doing a thing right now, um, self-gifting, is that what you call it? Self-giving. Oh, yeah. Self-giving. Yeah. Oh, I Self- love that. Yeah, self-giving. I'm gifts. perfect at it though, so I don't need to do it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, and if you want to st- start a, if you want to find out actually what a Sister Shepherds is, it's a thing. And I'm going to bring Tiffany back on another time to do a whole podcast it's about it. It is a thing, it's but a thing. It's, one of my clients is a, a Sister Shepherds host in the Northwest. I get those all confused. Is she in Portland area? She's outside in of Seattle, Portland, Seattle. Outside of Seattle. Um, and so if you're looking for a way to connect locally with other human beings and have meaningful conversations, you want to find out about being a Sister Shepherd host. Now, if you want to fire me and get one of the best coaches <laughs> I've ever met. No, what we yes. do is very different. <laughs> No, I know, but You're you compatible. You are yeah. Yeah. one of the most amazing, amazing, wise coaches I've ever met. I hear your conversations. You bust my ass all the time. Yeah. In a loving way, but in the name of self-love. Yeah. And so that's Tracy Lee. So Tracy Lee, where can people find you and what are you selling right now? So on Instagram, the Tracy Lee, which is T-R-A-C-E-Y, or www.tracylee.love. So T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-E-E.love. Um, I have a self-love masterclass that meets twice a week via Zoom for the low, low price of $150 a month. I do that so that it's really accessible for anyone and everyone who wants to be in that classroom, who really wants to swim in a tribe with other people who are endeavoring every single day to rewrite their beliefs and thoughts and patterns from survival to beliefs and thoughts and patterns that serve a life that we love. Mm. Um, and then I do yeah. one-on-one coaching very exclusively only with 10 people. And I do have some openings right now. So that's what I'm selling. And I'm going to be doing a class at the end of the year and the beginning of the year, the two-parter called what was and what will be the way to very sacredly wrap up 2019 and very sacredly and intentionally open up 2020. Good shit. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. And all I can think of is to check out with the word labia because Tracy Lee likes to say it. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully it will make you listeners laugh. Because we also like to laugh a lot, too. That's where we started. You said vagina tingle. Oh, tell them that story. Okay, here's a little bonus section real quick. Tell them that story from your words. Okay, so the truth is I moved here from Houston, and I was here for about a year. I was spending a lot of time in Houston because my mom was dying. And um, it occurred to me that the only people that I was spending time with in Austin were my children and ex-lovers. So everybody had some knowledge of my vagina. And I was like, I need to branch out to people. I need friends (laughs) that don't have any experience with my vagina. You haven't. And so um, Allison and I were both part of an online group and somebody was doing a book study and she gets on and she's promoting this book and she's like, I can't come to the thing, but it's so great and it'll make your vagina tingle. And I'm like, who is this woman? I need to be friends with her. 
And uh, oddly, I just recently realized I was trying to get away from people in my vagina, but here you were talking about vagina. And anyhow, so I literally hit her up on Facebook and sent her a message and was like, hey, I just saw your thing and we need to be friends and um, let's have lunch or coffee. And this is what she said to me, y'all, I swear to God. She said, oh, I only have lunch and coffee with my mama and my besties. And I went, well, I'm auditioning to be one of your besties. And here we are two years later. And Besties. that's that. <laughs> and then I claimed them. Yes. Yes. It was really fun. That was my first time like really practicing. I don't do coffee and I just don't do those things. Yeah. And she earned, she earned a rightful spot. Yeah. Thank you all for spending time with us. Thank you for sharing this hilarity. Um, connect with all of us online, buy our programs, buy our shit, go call your girlfriends, drink yeah. your wine or your sparkling cider, yeah. laugh a little, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Make time for sisterhood. Make Do it. time for sisterhood. It's not an indulgence. It's a necessity. Yeah. It's mandatory. That's why I said it's profitable. Like it that really and now there are certain things like we're so hell bent on... I get it. We want to do well, but there's so many things that aren't in the traditional lines that are genuinely profitable in finances, energy, emotion, and it makes better life and better work. Yep. All right. Peace out. See you guys next week. Good job. I'm just worried that your hand was on the microphone as you moved the thing around. A whole I don't lot. even know where the microphone is. I know. I'm not worried about it. I have a lease. We're still recording live, <laughs> but this is perfect. Elise, Elise, leave all that in. Hey, I made something for you. Over at allisoncrow.com, you can get my new and updated booklet called Finding Your Feel Good for people who want soulful success. Simple tools and practices for finding your feel good in an overwhelming world. It's short, it's quick, and it's powerful, and I know you'll love it. Allisoncrow.com is where you can find it. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.